Podtackler, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast, presents episode 860, Beginnings with Chief, recorded live on May 5th, 2023. Hello everyone, welcome to Pod Tackler, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Duststorm. I'm your other co-host, Godzilla T. And we have the wonderful pleasure and honor of having the one and only Brad from Impact Props on the podcast. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is fun. I feel like this is long overdue. Like we've known each other for over ten years at this point, Dad. and we still haven't gotten you on the podcast. It's crazy. Ten years. Right? You just made me feel super old. Like, super old. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, I, I, I want to say have RTX. have no idea. idea. <laughs> I want to say RTX 2013 was the first time we met. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was our. Uh, I think it was one of our first conventions. I think it probably was our actual first convention that we ever really went to. And it was me and my brother, Matt. You remember Matt? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was either 2012 or 2013 was, was the first one. But uh, it was incredible. It was our first experience, and you know, made a lot of friends there. It was a RTX really used perfect, to be. It was a perfect yeah. way to get into like the whole four hundred fifth community. It was big, especially like in the like the Texas area and the Midwest area. It's it's huge. Well, I mean, really, the four hundred fifth is huge, kind of everywhere now. But back then, that was one of the big contingents of of the four hundred fifth was Midwest, right? I think the other one probably being the West Coast was probably the other big one at the time and then Colonial probably right behind it. But yeah. Yeah. Everything was been or has been was pretty much great during that golden era of RTX. And of course things have changed since then with COVID and Right. Yeah. I liked it because it was the one that I could actually travel to. So we true. We've never met in person, GT. Uh, were you at the, nope. you were at those the conventions too? Did we just like miss each other? No, uh, the only one I went to is when we had our tenth anniversary. Oh yeah, been 20, that, that actually was my yeah, that was my, actually my first convention for any type of video game. Okay, yeah. So then we did miss Which, each other, didn't you? I think that's when I stopped. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, we haven't actually met in person. Although I feel like I know you after watching videos. <laughs> <laughs> We're, I'm sure you're just now. like that in real life. <laughs> I mean, you after the ten, that most people think. <laughs> is is the most notable video still the the take on me from RTX? Yeah, is, is that still kind of like the more most popular one that you all get? Yeah, yeah, that definitely is what like launched our whole YouTube channel. The take on me, what's it? Is Band of the Spartans? Basically, for those of you that uh-huh. don't know it. You know, this, this dance yep. going through a convention, mm-hmm. Master Chief doing and meeting all of his friends. Yeah, that's that's really what launched everything for us. Well, not everything, but really launched everything for us. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll get to a lot more of that in a little bit, but we got a couple of things to take care of first before we get to interviewing you and talking about everything impact props, which is longer we do, I think, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it is we got a long a little- list. 
Yeah, you got a list for me. <laughs> well, let's get right let, into the let, news. <laughs> let's do it. Let's let's get let's knock this out of the park. Podtacular update. GT, how was Fragon Friday last week? It was excellent. We had a lot of fun. Started out, we got a couple of the, the community playlist or the community maps in, which I tell you what, man, the Forge community is just rocking infinite. They are making some awesome maps. Then we shortly jumped into Big Team, and we pretty much talked about Big Team all night. Somebody jinxed us, and we got stockpile for the first game. Not me. Not me. He I don't know who it was. Nameless Confal. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. Fair enough. But no, all in all, we had a lot of fun. We uh, uh, we had a pretty fair night. It wasn't too bad at all. Pretty balanced between wins and losses. Nobody seemed to get really frustrated. My KD dropped dramatically from the first game to the last game. So <laughs> I'm, I was right. I was right on par with my typical night. So you know, if you ever want to see how not to play Halo, feel free to tune in. I feel like I'm right there with you. <laughs> I feel like I'm right there with you. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the greatest, and that's definitely evident by the tournament that I participated in last week, and I was the worst player on the team. Dude, a tournament. That's awesome. I yeah. would settle for consistent. I mean, I guess in that case, I was consistent, but not in a good way. <laughs> what kind of tournament you know, was it? I, I started kind of up here, and then it just kind of went to the basement. Actually, sub-basement. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I got invited to an invitational that was hosted by the Halo Hub and LVT Halo. Uh, we had a guest on the show two weeks ago, Magic Moonshot, who's kind of a an upcoming caster and has been digging into the live streaming on Twitch for Halo Infinite recently. So after we had her on the show, I, I joined one of her stream play with uh, viewer type things. And she invited me on the invitational and needless to say, we got wiped and we <laughs> were the first team out of the tournament. <laughs> but it was a good experience. <laughs> it, it was fun. It yeah, was, it was, it was like a fun. lot of fun. Yeah. Was definitely honored to be invited. Would be happy to do it again. Just, People need to realize that, yeah, I'm not the best Halo player, but I'll I'll, I'll try my best. Yeah. <laughs> so may, maybe a pro out there can maybe teach me a thing or two of what I'm not doing right. <laughs> maybe a couple of things that can help. Yeah, I'm beyond help. I still have a video confound that you linked in the Discord earlier about uh, Lucid posted a video about some settings that helped hit with his aim. So maybe I'll go and check that out and see if that that helps because I feel like my strategy in Halo is pretty decent as far as like trying to execute gameplay. It's just executing the battle strategy, like in the per- in the firefight stuff. I'm not good at, so my strategy ends up kind of backfiring because I can't aim. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways, kind of makes sense if you can't aim, you can't <laughs> right? Yeah, it's hard to get kills. Uh- <laughs> and surprise, surprise, accelerate teams won. Team one on really no, it's not like we've ever gone up against Accelerate. <laughs> the funny thing was, we actually scrimmed against him on Friday night. So I dropped early from Dragon Friday to scream against his team, and apparently he started off playing with controller instead of keyboard and mouse. So when he got closer to the end of the tournament, he switched over to keyboard and mouse and started ripping heads off. Yeah, that's usually what happens. So, yeah, I don't know if you know that. Halo Infinite supports mouse and keyboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. 
So the other new stuff that we have to talk about is we have a new event for season three. We have Sight Unseen, so the cutscene behind the the live fire door that has the paint explode off on it. We get to finally explore down there. So there's one cutscene with Spartan Din uh, and your Spartan actually properly armored up. So it's actually your mm-hmm. armor configuration in the cutscene, which is cool to see. Getting back to that Halo 3, Halo Reach style yeah. cutscene. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really cool. Uh, and being able to <clears throat> get the door open, fall down the pit, and then after you complete the battle pass, there's another cutscene. No, no, no. You don't fall down the pit. You, you jump, jump down, down the, the pit. pit. <laughs> let's Come on now. Let's get this right. Falling with style. <laughs> no, that's a flat out jump. Well, yeah. And then I won't spoil it because... I haven't even gotten there yet, but people have been posting the videos on it. But there is a video at the end if once you complete the the ten tier battle pass. I'll just leave it at that. I mean, I well, I have seen it from being a forerunner, but I haven't actually seen it properly in game. I, I have seen it from one of the leaks, and trust me, it's worth watching. It it's it's really good. Dang, I really like what it. they've done with this. The story beats they've done with season three are are like spot on. Uh, there's new Forge features that released on Friday last week as well. I don't know if any of the big team maps that you played GT were any of the ones that were from this feature, but there were lots of good ones. Lots of kind of remakes or inspirations of other maps from other games. So there was one that's Lone Wolf based off the last map in the Halo Reach campaign. There's one that's Space Camp, which is a reimagining of Orbital from Halo 3. There's another one that's kind of very inspired by High Ground. It's, so it feels a little different, but it's supposed to be kind of the High Ground from Halo 3, the Cage from Halo Reach, Chiron TL-34 again. I love that map. Uh, and a couple other ones that are more original pieces. So, yeah, lots of cool Forge yeah, stuff. He just had to mention it again, how much he likes Chiron. Oh, do you have the bingo card open? <laughs> so fun little thing for for you brad and anyone else that's from your community we have a little bingo card <laughs> bingo card <laughs> so, yeah for yeah. our for our podcast so if something happens in the podcast uh no one's actually gotten the bingo yet there there will be a prize for whenever there is a bingo but huh. we have a little bingo card <laughs> during the podcast and during game nights well i hope we win or somebody wins <laughs> <laughs> one one of these days Maybe. One Eventually. How many of these podcasts have you guys done? It, it's been a lot, right? 860. This is, ep- this is episode 860, yeah. Not a single bingo. <laughs> Not a single bingo. Well, the bingo's only been going on since a year-ish. Okay. I think. Yeah. So, a hundred of these. Right. Roughly, yeah. Our One of our listeners, Pins Halo, who's pretty much here every single time made the bingo cards and that's was kind of so like, funny. these things keep coming up. So he made it and we kind of adopted it. That's so awesome. They're, they're fun. What happens if they, you don't, you know what happens when you get a bingo? Have you like laid out the, what the prize could be? I've thought about a couple of, of options, like maybe three months of game pass ultimate, mm-hmm. or I have a few avatar codes still. If people are interested in those yeah. or, Maybe a, a Halo book. What is that? Yeah. I miss the old style avatars. Me too. <laughs> I worked really hard to get George's armor. 
Yeah. Yep. Yep. But old style Xbox stuff. There was there was a a moment in time. I wish we can go back to it. <laughs> I, we'll I be dreaming the about those days for the rest of our lives, won't we? <laughs> right. I, honestly, most of that the, and the blades. Mo- most of the three sixty dashboards, I really enjoyed. Yep. I miss the simplicity and the curviness of the blade system. Well, I mean, even throughout 360's history, it was always pretty easy to navigate. I mean, if you wanted to invite somebody to a party, it was a couple of clicks and you had the invite gone. Very true. It's not, you know, it's not the 27 moves that it is now. (laughs) Right. Pull up the little guide thing, go over to social, go down, go to find somebody, then go down, interact, and then (laughs) <laughs> send message or invite to party. Yeah. yeah. I liked hit the Xbox button, go to friends list, find friend, invite to party. That was pretty simple. Is that, has that been solved with like master, the master chief collection or is that still? Oh, well the original release of master chief collection was like very buggy. So oh, yeah. it's well, a it's lot, I mean, it, it's a lot better yeah. now. Yeah. It's a lot more reliable actually showing you that you have friends online now (laughs) in game even uh uh, if they're in you know if they're playing master chief collection they do pop up in game so you don't actually have to go into the xbox dashboard to find someone yep we've also got playlist updates for halo infinite we have super escalation slayer for btb that's the new featured playlist in infinite this week and it's very hectic if you haven't had a chance to play it yet, it has the Irritus infected effects all over the maps, which is really cool. The end weapon instead of the oddball is the Chieftain Hammer. So it's not as much of a steamroll back opportunity. And then we've got Fiesta in MCC, which is kind of appropriate with Escalation Slayer. And then this has been making the rounds since yesterday, but the Reach beta came out 13 years ago, as of yesterday. Oh. I remember playing that. I do as well. I don't think I ever I played the beta. Mi- I actually missed the Reach nades. They were good. <laughs> and then they, they fixed them. Then they weren't good no more. Yeah, they they were like pineapples, like Halo CE was. Man. I mean, I I thought they were all. I were thought they were very balanced. You know, you threw them, someone died. <laughs> right? <laughs> that is, you know, just because sometimes perfect. it was yourself, I mean... That's just part of it, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Halo yeah. Reach was, like, really what got me into, I mean, Halo. You know? Yeah. Definitely one of my favorites. It was It was a lot of people. Like, there was a fair amount that people were there from Halo CE. Then there's the Halo 2. I feel like every Halo at least Bungie release, had an influx of new players to the game. I guess, I mean, technically every Halo has in some way or form. I would say so. So, yeah, yeah. Well, Some larger than others, but yeah. <laughs> and for different reasons, like different <laughs> gameplay mechanics, so yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave it at that. Sure. There's new unlockables for nameplates in both MCC and Halo for different things. If you log into the games, you'll get those unlocked, and... I think that's pretty much all the the new stuff to cover for this week. There's a yeah. lot going on. 
how how long are, are usually these news segments? That seems like there's a lot that happened. So we used to dive into the news a lot more. We've started kind of cutting back in favor of actually going back to more discussion format yeah. and the interview format. So we had Magic Moonshot on a couple of weeks ago, who was our first um, of the year. I was kind of slacking a little bit on <laughs> getting things going. Your first podcast uh, you, of the year? No, first interview of the year. Interview of the year. Gotcha. Yeah. And then you're our second. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then we are um, going to have... Oh, what's his name? Um, one that other of guy. the 405th that does the... You remember, GT, the, the guy that we had on that does the, the ODST practical effect pictures? More shots. Oh, That's yeah, it. more shots. More shots. He's working with a group to build a realistic ODST armor, and we're going to have him on the podcast sometime in June. Very cool. Cool. And then I'm also reaching out to Halo VFX to try to have them on the podcast. I think a few other folks want to come back on, like Real Life Spartan. And mm. that's Jonathan, right? Is that the same is guy? Is that his name? He's a no, really tall not, guy. No, right? it's, not, not, it's not the same guy. No, oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's not John the Spartan. I think that's his handle. Ah. No, it's a, it's a different. Yeah. Gotcha. Sorry for confusing. Yep, no worries. So, Pence, I'm not sure. It it almost seems like he might be working with Installation Zero Zero, but I'm not entirely sure. I think it's a different project. You gotta have that you- guy on too. So we've had him on twice. You have had him on. We had we had him on two years ago when he first announced the project. Yeah. And then we had him on a few months ago to give an update after he kind of finished his Mark One of his helmet. Yeah. 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 So, so we'll have, cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll have him on again. I haven't watched the latest stuff with because he released a video I think two months ago of like the whole Hololens integration with the helmet, and I haven't watched it yet. Gotcha. Yeah, I've seen so, snippets here and there on like like TikTok and like Instagram and stuff. It's just like, oh yeah, that that project is awesome. <laughs> well, and it's kind of interesting because I think both of y'all have like a material sciences engineering background. Oh yeah. Oh so. <laughs> yes. Maybe yes. I need to be friends with this Installation Zero guy. I've been seeing his stuff for too long not to be friends with him. <laughs> I think so. He has a me- mechanical engineering degree. Oh, perfect. Yeah, me too. I think. Yeah, I think like yeah. both of you we all are like He's using the same his degree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, making, you're, you're, you know, <laughs> YouTube videos now. <laughs> No, I mean, I think it's really cool to, you know, do some of this stuff uh, a little bit more depth. Yeah. Yeah. He's been doing like all the material sciences research for his project and crazy. Yeah. No, I think you two would, would probably really have a good time talking with one another and like just building armors and everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hook hook me up. (laughs) (laughs) Confound someone uses their degree. Yeah. That 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 is such an accurate statement. Like I have a computer science degree yeah. and I'm in IT and I, I usually tell people I use maybe ten percent of what I learned in college. Oh, yeah. Dude, when I was in industry, I was using like ten percent. Dude, <laughs> I, I can relate. Right? Was, absolutely. Yeah, that's crazy. So I mean you can find those jobs though, right? Like <laughs> you can sure. find those jobs where you're using one hundred percent. You can find those jobs, but do you want those jobs? Not so much. <laughs> 
No, <laughs> not not really, not really. There's people who do want those, and props to them. <laughs> props. Oh, well, I mean, you find a job that you like, and it's not work, right? Right. So there you go. Until it is. Yep. That that also happens too. It can. Yeah. It sure can. All right. Well, I think that covers the news stuff. So we got that out of the way. So now we get to focus on Brad and everything with impact props. <laughs> so we we, we got to do the, the normal rundown of things, though. So sure. as we do with all of our guests, we have two questions that we at least start with. First one should be pretty easy. Actually, second one pretty easy. I'll, I'll start with the second one first. But how did you get involved with Halo? What got you interested? What got you hooked into yeah. kind of working working in this universe? Man, yeah. So I mean, I think it was like 2009, maybe a little earlier than that. You know, I've always been, I've always kind of seen, you know, Master Chief armor, and you know, just I really just fell in love with the Halo uh, geometry, like the aesthetic with the armor. Um, and I think I was one of my neighbors um, who had a not strict parent, not strict parents like me. There, uh, he had Halo. He was playing Halo in his uh, in his house, and I went over there, and he's like, "I'm I'm not allowed to play Halo because you know it's a rated M game." And uh, <laughs> but he convinced me, and I played it, and so that turned into a, going to his house every day and telling my mom I was playing, you know, like Mario Kart or something, and <laughs> just playing Halo, and you know, no, smashing no, runs. you wouldn't do that, would you? Why? I mean, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. To be to be fair, Halo C had race. And there was race in other Halo games, so you were mm-hmm. playing some kind of karting game. Sure, I mean, I was <laughs> I was driving something. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's how I got into uh, Halo, and then uh, Reach was what made me want to build things, um, the customization uh, of Reach, and just the the way that the armor looked, uh, and the, all the the plethora of helmets that that they came out that all looked completely different than, well, mostly completely different than everything else that, you know, we've seen with Halo. So I got into that and started uh, making foam Halo armor on the 405th. And, you know, I was in, I think, high school at that point. And yeah, dude, the rest is really history. I don't know how deep you want me to go. <laughs> that's my short answer. <laughs> that, that's that's fine. We, we got plenty of other questions for you. So Okay. <laughs> yeah so like i mean now i do youtube videos um but the whole foundation of really everything that i do is or everything that i'm doing now is is costume making you know figuring out how to yep. make something that looks so cool on the screen and how to bring that into life yeah that's got to be a really cool experience and being able to see an actual product come to to life out of that it's got to oh. be Dude, yeah, one of the reasons why I chose like engineering as as like a major, you know, because this is all like, you know, I started building things in middle school and mm-hmm. started making Halo armor in you know beginning of high school. Um, so I've been doing this for a while. I mean, I'm I'm actually I'm 30 on Monday, which is crazy to me. And so, happy I mean, birthday! Thank you, thank you. But yeah, it's just been you know I've been doing this for so long and. You know, I think when when we met, um, I think I was on like suit number four, like actual quality ish suit number four. Okay. And I think we were. Do you? you, I think we were wearing like the Master Chief armor, the first iteration of our Master Chief armor, and like a yellow suit. Right? Was that probably? Does that ring any bells? Uh, 
I think it was. That yeah, was that like, sounds about right because there was the that was like right on the heels of Halo 4's release. Yes, and that was that was it, right? And then it like yep. oh, the spark got reinvigorated again, and you know I remember wearing that Master Chief armor to the release of you know Halo Four. And yep, yeah, it was yeah. Just fun because you know there's there's like an with 405th, right? Everybody, do, do people here know the 405th? What what that I is? I think I think by and large. So but... yeah, the 405th is, is a replica platform um, for Halo costumes and Halo helmets and armor and all that. So that I really becoming a part of the forums is how I learned how to make armor, um, how to make helmets, and uh, there's like an innate competition kind of in in there sometimes you know not like an aggressive competition everybody was so welcoming to me and encouraging and that's why i love the community so much but yeah you always want somebody has to be the first to make the new thing right and so i exactly want to try to you know be the first to make the i I never won i never did but (laughs) you know i'd be watching the trailers and taking screenshots and you know it was just a lot of fun and you still made a pretty good impression with your armors. I mean, there, yeah. there's a reason why the Living with Chief series has a big following and all the crazy shenanigans that you all come up with is, yeah. Yeah, is like, no. okay, how, how do they come up with that idea? And like, <laughs> why has no one else thought of it yet? That's the trick. That's the trick is, you know, it's mo- probably mostly just like sitting in the shower for a, a really long time and just like... Mm. <laughs> yep. It's like Master Chief pays his taxes. Master Chief goes through a drive-through, and <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah. No, Halo Master Armor Chief is, breaks a warthog. That was, you know, that idea turned out to be something that we didn't actually mean to do. So those things happen. Also, yeah, I mean the the warthog thing that you know he's referencing is like a friend of ours made a. a one of those real life warthogs and we went up and we were able to drive that around and that was an incredible incredible time i think we talked about it on the podcast actually because that was mm-hmm. what five ish years ago four five years ac- ago when you actually made it initially that sounds about right yeah yeah we had talked about like the development of it and then Mm-hmm. I think we saw you all had made a video about it, but it was someone, I think, GT, that you had were following as far as the progress of the build yep. of the Warthog. It, it got me, by trade, I'm an auto mechanic. So <laughs> it, the idea of building a Warthog has always intrigued me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. to see how people do it and the different ways they do it just really it piques my interest. And yeah, I was very impressed with the work that he did with it, especially considering the, the tools he had to build it with. I know it was, yeah, it was incredible. Brian Haverkamp is his name. And yeah, he made this, he made a whole warthog that was really good. Like in his, like in his shed. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Yeah. It is crazy. And that guy's, you know, He's probably one of the smartest people I've I've ever met. I, you know, I think he's either he's going back to school or he's 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 a brain to be a, a physicist. So, um, so like <laughs> that's cool. When you have some, when you have somebody that's like that smart, there's really nothing standing in his way. Put anything your mind to anything, and it just happens. Right. 
Right. And um, Peter, uh, Peter Cooper, I think that's what his name yes. was. You remember yep. Peter? Yes, I do. So I think he was the one that made the very first one, the very first Warthog, yep. functional Warthog, and then that was sold to Rooster Teeth, right? Rooster Teeth. Yeah. Yep. And then they, and they, then blew they blew it up. Yeah. yeah, they blew it up. Why? <laughs> Crazy. And now I made a mini Warthog, a gas-powered mini Warthog. That, nice. Uh, go, you know, goes 45 miles an hour. So I'm on the level that you really want to go in it, huh? <laughs> it's way faster. Yeah, way, like, like probably 40 miles an hour faster than it should go. Yeah. But that was like, you know, they came out last Christmas time with the mini Warthogs, right? With the mm-hmm. Wings mini Warthogs. Did you guys see those? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I grabbed one of those, made a metal frame, took off the shelf, put it on mine. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Halo so. Collector in the chat actually had them. He was, was it Mattel? Who 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 made the warthog? Uh, Zoinks. Oh, uh, the new one. The one. Yeah, the the, or, the okay. kid the kid size. Oh yeah, the Halo Collector. He's in he's in the chat right now. Yeah, yep. there it is. He brought it to the Halo World yeah, Championship Zoinks. Series back in October. Yeah, yeah. So the Halo Collector, Kevin. So he hooked me up. Like him and uh, another YouTuber, the domain. They kind of. Cl- Combined oh, yep. forces, you probably know the domain too. If you haven't yep. had him on the show, you should definitely have him on the show. He's awesome. We, we I did talk to him about having him on the show during Worlds. I I need to follow up with him. And yeah, actually you need to get, get that on. going. Yeah, he's yep. You'll have a lot of fun talking to him. But anyway, so they like com- this was like when there was none on the shelves and nowhere. I want to, of course, want to be the first and ah, right. So anyway, they hooked me up and they hooked me up with Zoinks too and. That was the whole fiasco too. So Kevin, if you're in the you're in the chat, right? Yeah, he is. You're the best, Kevin. <laughs> he he's got the hookups for sure. He does have the hookups, man. And if he doesn't, he, he'll figure it out and find one. But he was going to like Walmart's for me in Washington. Yeah, it's like this guy's the best. Whenever there's a exclusive new Halo item that comes out, like half of the time on the Halo Collector Facebook group. It's him basically showing, here's where all the stock is in the Washington area. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he knows his stuff. Yeah, for sure. So the second question that we ask all of our guests, which is kind of why you're on the podcast to begin with, is what do you do within the Halo community? Oh, so for, yeah. for anyone who hasn't important. even heard of Impact Props before, what the heck do you do? <laughs> I guess that's important. What rock do you live under? <laughs> yeah. So I make YouTube videos. Um, I think our, our first really uh i guess what we're really known for now is uh a li- our living with chief series on youtube and that i was meant a- to wear the shirt and i forgot to wear the shirt tonight but i have you the one with the, the trash can yeah and the can have it. yeah yeah dude that is like an og shirt right there it that is one it's one of the first made. but um but yeah so uh living with chief was a a, a series that started with my friends and other members of impact props we all lived together and it was our senior year and it was like christmas time and we were like hmm we need to figure out a way to capture this like last six months of our life living together because we're never gonna live with each other ever again and like this friendship that we have here is so spectacular how do we figure out a way to capture this and also maybe figure out a way to get people to watch the videos um so our idea was, you know, Master Chief becomes our roommate and we have weekly videos that are like 
two to four minutes long. And, you know, we just every week all the way to graduation <laughs> and just document that whole last, you know, time together. So we did it. Yeah. So we did it. I think I spent a couple months, you know, prepping and planning and, you know, getting the first two episodes polishing. Like, what's the what's the intro song? What's the extra song? What is the format? So we can just blah, 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 film them and pop them out. And, um, and then we started posting them and they started getting views. And I think after three months of posting, so three months of posting, we were at 100,000 subs. And uh, we had the channel from before. Dustin, like when, when we met, we were only doing Facebook stuff. So Impact Props was on Facebook and we were just doing little short internet videos and posting our progress pictures and whatever. And that's when we really migrated over to YouTube. And we already had, I think we had like 20,000, you know, subscribers on YouTube, just from posting, you know, miscellaneous stuff here and there. So we had a base and we, the Living with Chief took that base and just exploded it. So, yeah. And congratulations on the 1 million. Thank you. <laughs> on YouTube. Thank that's you. A, that's an incredible milestone. Thank you. Yeah. Especially yeah, for so a Halo channel. <laughs> yeah, no, for, for real. I mean, it's been six years now since we started this show. So it's not, so it's been pretty, after that first like woof, wave of, um, you know, us making the Living with Chief videos, it's been pretty, pretty steady uh, all the way up to now. Yeah. That's but, great. Know, and, you know, once we graduated, we were all like, ah, you know, what are we going to do? <laughs> what are we going to do? We're all graduating. And, and I'm like, well, I kind of keep want to keep doing this since, you know, people are still watch, you know, watching this. And so I, I, uh, I got a job up here in Tulsa and uh, an engineering job. And we, I just kept going. Uh, so I kept posting and our, the other and, you know, our group kind of changed a little bit. Right now, our current group is uh, Ryan Lewis, Michelle Lewis, his wife. And uh, Caleb, uh, he's one of the new additions, and I can't ever say his last name. Uh, Fresco, Fresco, I always, I always screw it up. It's such a hard last name, but I can't never say it. Um, but yeah, we have a dream team of, of four people, and of course, Chief, um, so five to be exact. And we're just having a lot of fun making crazy videos. Nice. And I think you were all were one of the first ones to do the lock armor too when Halo 5 was announced, right? Right. That's one of those ones where um started on the the commercials, taking screenshots of like the teaser commercials where you don't even know, can't even like see the full armor. So I was like, you know, trying to make it. And yeah. so because I did that, I went through like three different iterations of the helmet <laughs> over the like I don't even know how long it was like it probably a year from when it was announced to when it was released. Well, and I believe yeah. like 2017 RTX was like you all were like on the tail end of trying to cram that armor together to show off at RTX. If I remember right. You're right. You're totally right. Yeah, I, I think I started on the actual armor when summer came, so mid-May, and RTX was when? Jul- beginning of July, probably? Yeah, it's usually ju- like July 4th weekend is typically yeah. when it is. So that was, yeah. That was the amount of time. And that one was cool because I think we had, we put like a CO2 system in there. So, you know, Halo 5 was one of the first to have like, was the first to have like thrusters and like Mm -hmm. jetpacks and flying around. So we wanted to incorporate that into our armor. And we figured it was very uncomfortable because you had like a paintball canister like wedged up against like your spine (laughs) whenever you're in that suit. 
But <laughs> yeah, it sucked to wear. That armor was horrible to wear, but it looked good. It looked good. It, really it looked pretty good. It. And it was pretty convincing. The lights, you know, like the light up visor and like the light up all these things. The you know, strips. We had to find like EL, like figure out how to do that so that, you know, it's not individual lights that are shining through. So we ended up with EL panels. And yeah, I mean, that was like a really hardcore build. I think probably the yep. most hardcore build we've done. Yeah. And then leading to the infamous video. The band the of take the, on me. Take, the band of the band Spartans. Of the Spartans. Yeah. Yeah. And that was before the whole living with chief thing. Um, that was all. That was. Well. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the band of Spartans was like, I think that was filmed the RTX when before we started our senior year. So okay, that was posted, and then we had like six months of doing other little internet videos, and then living with chief started. So I think that's how we. Oh, that probably is the reason why we had you know twenty thousand subscribers was fun because that one that exploded on uh on youtube and it exploded on or um facebook too so yeah yeah it's fun little little uh 30 second dance videos (laughs) i mean that's the formula these days is the short form stuff so i mean it worked well back then it still works now yeah 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 for sure and you know that was like a trend type thing of course you know we didn't come up with the dance marlon webb like he, the band of the bold. That was those were all his videos, and I saw that and saw. It. I thought it was really funny, so we decided to do our own version of that. And it and it worked really good. Yeah, it, it really, really did. helped us jumpstart. You know what we have today. Yeah. So GT, I'll let you ask the questions because I know you've been really looking forward to this this one for a while. So <laughs> why don't you start off with the questions, GT? Well, my my first question is, what did the trash can do to Chief? <laughs> what did a trash can do to achieve? <laughs> and why don't you kick trash cans anymore, guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't think any anything. Well, no, we actually had a backstory in one of the episodes is why Chief hated trash cans, and he was like, it was like this most bizarre, bogus reason why. But he had like a love story with like a recycling bin. And you know, like a blue recycling bin, and then the trash can came and took his girl. <laughs> it was just like such a bizarre. It was like we did like a quick uh, like a Q and A video, and like that was the question: is like why does Chief hate trash cans? And then we were like, ah, so <laughs> we were like, he's got to kick something, he's got to do something in every episode. What's he gonna do? And it's a plot like, point. Yeah, what does yeah, it matter? Really, I mean that's. I was like, go kick the trash can. And he would go kick the trash can. And I was like, maybe we should kick trash cans in every single video because a lot of the comments are like, why is he hate? So I ended up working. Yeah. It's like now you're popular enough where you have to have your own lore yeah. <laughs> within your videos. <laughs> well, geez. Yeah. For the living with chief phones, for sure, man. It's so funny. That is a great question. I haven't thought about that in a while. And we've really kind of toned back the trash can kicking and like the last couple of years of our videos, maybe we have to bring it back because that's really fun. You need to bring oh, it yeah. back like for like one episode where it's just like Chief gets PTSD or something and starts kicking <laughs> trash cans. Well, well, we yeah, we like to think that he's matured, you know, out of that phase, you know, like he's he's kind of grown up a little bit, like you kind of like we've grown up. <laughs> well, he's from the future now, right? Oh, I guess, I guess so. <laughs> I, I, have to admit, a plot I, hole, huh? I have to admit that episode 
That was absolutely hilarious. I loved every minute of it. Oh, thank you, man. I really appreciate that. That was, I was really curious how you were going to update Chief's Armor without, (laughs) and still make it entertaining. And that, that was just perfect. Thank you. I love the way you guys did that. Thank you. Yeah. I I mean, we haven't really, we hadn't really made, we, we did some cinematic stuff back a couple of years back, but kind of wanted to figure out a way to get back into that because I really enjoy, I really appreciate you saying that because I really enjoy making those types of videos, you know, making stories and being a little cinematic here and there. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, dude, we put a lot into that one. So thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it really shows in the video uh, with the quality of it uh, uh, and the the de- the attention to detail in the story you told. And it just, it fit very well. I, w- I really enjoyed it. I think the interplay with the, because like, especially even some of the living with Chiefs now, like you all have mm-hmm. the good camera gear to make it look good. So <laughs> while it is a lot more free form, yeah. it does have a, l- <clears throat> a lot more of that well-produced Mm-hmm. feel to it so it, yeah. it really is a quality video yeah well there's sometimes you know like I, i've always like been pretty fascinated in just making videos and in, in general and you know trying to figure out how to make them look better and better I, i've always been like a casey nysat fan i don't know if you know who casey is but like og og youtuber and he he just yeah so anyway yeah, to figure out how to make it still feel like the old ones, but also have a higher production value has been a fun line to kind of travel. Yeah. And the way that you do the Living with Cheese stuff and the other videos, it's like it's got that got enough of that humor where it's like it's it's a fun watch, but you've got the storytelling and the kind of the like, okay, what's he doing now? He's yeah. learning to drift or he's jumping out of the plane or right. riding a motorcycle or yeah, dude. Like, it, it, like you all keep it interesting, which is a real, I think, a real talent to just like keep going this this long with this one concept and everything. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the last couple of years too, we've kind of tried to shift a little bit. You know, the the type of content that we've been putting out um, instead of purely just like living, like living with Chief and like staying on that uh, as like a concept. Mm-hmm what we've kind of started shifting towards is, you know, our friend group is the same still as the friend group, you know, back in college, most of the same people are there, (laughs) but instead of making it like we're living with master chief, it's more of like, these are my friends and this is our friend group and master chief is one of the boys. And then we go and do whatever, but chief's a character in, in that. So it's allowed us to do a lot more, things instead of just focusing on like the whole living thing. And, you know, there's videos where I've been able to, you know, take chief's armor and had experiences wearing chief's armor. Like we climbed a a 14,000 foot mountain. Like, Oh, I climbed a 14,000 foot mountain. And, you know, I I did a challenge where I spent 50 hours in the armor. Um, And we've got a video that's coming up where um, I took chief's armor on a commercial flight. So was that you? Because I saw that video. There was a video recently of Master Chief boarding a plane. Yeah. So that's a uh, we filmed that whole thing. Yep. That's a uh, yep. So so you saw uh, uh, you saw that it was posted a couple days ago on Reddit. Okay. Yep. Yep. That was us. That was a uh, 
That was on, uh, when was that? That was on Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> no, Friday. Oh, that's cool. That was on Friday. And that was the, that was the trip that myself and, and Ryan took. And it was, yeah. It was, I mean, uh, I, I thought of you crazy. all when, when I saw the video, but I'm, I was surprised that like no one had posted that, hey, we're doing this. So I didn't even think to ask you if it was actually you guys or not. Yeah. We tried to like, it's hard to keep it under like the videos that were produced, especially when we do public stuff, like under wraps. And so that was really cool kind of proof of concept of, you know, somebody just taking a cell phone video of that and yep. it being seen by a bunch of people. So I'm, I'm really excited to edit that video. Yeah. I, I won't lie. I would have done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I see, see Master Chief walk by, the phone's coming up and ooh, yeah. Yeah. So did you actually go through the entire airport in the armor, like through TSA and everything? Or did you have to take it off because? Well, I guess uh, you'll I mean, have to wait If you don't want to spoil uh, part of the video, then that's fine. That's, <laughs> you'll yeah. have to wait and see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you'll have to wait and see on that one. That one's, yeah, Perfect. I'm really excited about that one. <laughs> I'm surprised that's the only that. camera vi- footage that has been released of that. Because if you if you go through the whole airport with that, then yeah, man. Yeah, maybe well, maybe I'm a- maybe I'm reading too much into this right now, and I should stop. You read into it as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll wait for the video. That's that's, no, the video that's all good. Is it's a it's 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 a lot. So it'll be really fun, really entertaining. I think he's like, yes, yeah. hype the video. It's not out yeah. yet, but hype the video <laughs> for up, you. Hype the video. <laughs> I can go back and reply to the tweet. It's like. We actually know this is Impact Props. Yeah. <laughs> Look forward to their video coming soon. <laughs> yeah. No, we ta- we were tagged a couple times. Uh, were you? Within okay. That, that thread, but I think my response was. <laughs> so. Well, maybe, you heard it here first, maybe folks. Maybe not. <laughs> Man. Confirmed here first. <laughs> yeah, no. But like a, so, a, a good example of the kind of content that we're doing now is uh, there's a video we're posting on Saturday, actually, um, where... We have you guys seen like the the real Halo shotgun, like the the shotgun that looks like the Halo shotgun and shoots and everything. Have you seen that? No, no, I had not. I had not fa- seen that one yet. Oh, you guys should you guys should go or YouTube that whenever whenever we're done. Okay. Here. but we found that guy and uh, we had him come out here. And we made a whole YouTube video around this functioning Halo shotgun that looks the part and it actually shoots. So um, that's cool. So, yeah, really excited. That one's going up on, on Saturday. So I'm excited to see what happens with that one. And you know, nice. there's a video that we did a while ago where, you know, we shot like a real life Halo rocket launcher. So those like we did see that one. Those are the yeah, we did of see that one. That we're kind of doing now you know gotcha how many suits have you gone through so far um, and is I, it where you just like you know you're gonna bear certain pieces so you do, do you just make extra of the certain pieces or do you like make one and then when something breaks you kind of iterate on whatever the next halo is with the new kind of updated like how, how does that process work i probably should have a smarter answer to your question but <laughs> we just kind of run them in all to the ground we're on uh, Chief Suit Number Three. The first one was the one that you have seen a couple times at the conventions. It was a, it was like a five year old suit when we started the videos, so it was already pretty beat to crap. And the butt flap was kind of already dangling a little bit. Right, right, exactly. 
And so we used that for two years of filming videos of YouTube videos. And then that armor got lost in the mail coming back from PAX in, uh, in, in Seattle. You know, we mailed it back and forth and it got lost in the mail. Uh, and so I, I spent the next year making our next iteration, which is that helmet back there. And, um, you know, make, remaking the helmet and remaking all of the armor took a while, you know, because I was still working at that point uh, for my engineering job. But that was number two. And then number three is when uh, Infinite came out, or at least like a couple months after after Infinite came out. We were trying to hit the date. We were so we were trying so hard to hit the date, but it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. We're still having so much fun with our old suit too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got it working. Might as well. Right, right. So we're on we're on suit number three, and I don't think I've made a single replacement part. It's it's all foam, right? All the armor is foam and the helmets are resin cast. So, okay. and we haven't had, well, I guess we broke a visor because we shot it point blank with a, a paintball gun. <laughs> yeah, broke. What do, you, what do you think? So we had to replace a visor. I think that's the only thing that we've had to replace so far. But you're probably nice. right. And I probably what I'll do until a new Halo is announced and a new geometry of Master Chief or, or whatever. You know, that's probably when I'll make the new suit. I could see myself replacing some parts on this on this armor that we currently have. Yeah, that's cool. I'm actually surprised that the suit survived that well. Yeah, this uh, this infinite one's a year old now, and it still looks pretty good. And there's a lot of reasons why it does. I don't know how deep you want me to get in this, but like the type of paint that we started using, like we did a, a custom flexible paint that goes on top of the foam. Um, and really where you see wear and tear in regular foam armor is when you use the rattle can, rigid rattle can mm-hmm. stuff. Because whenever you break, whenever you bend the foam, then now you have a bunch of wrinkles. And how do you get rid of that? You use flexible foam. There's a new flexible, it's uh, FX plaid. That's the new stuff that, that's out right now for those of you who make costumes that are listening right now. Use that and, you know, we... We got a bunch of those and then we mixed our own and airbrushed the helmet and then literally hand painted the rest of it in a couple of different layers. So that that's what that's how that's how it lasted this long looking so good. I mean it's one of the better looking armors out there, not <laughs> not gonna lie. Thank you. I mean it's it's like borderline official stuff as far <laughs> as like we've we've seen the T V show. It's like Okay, as far as community-made armors, this is definitely top tier. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really, really proud of the helmet. I think that's like the most important part of any armor because you know, you know, when we're having a conversation right now, we're looking at each other's faces. So it, the helmet is the most important thing to get right out of everything. So I'm really, really proud of that. Well, and with all the the shenanigans you all pull off with these <laughs> videos, the fact that the armor is as durable as it is and gets through all, all the crazy stuff that you do is I think a testament to at least the design that you all have and I don't know what you do as far as kind of like attaching on the underside of everything because I know there's there's a science to okay how do you attach pieces how do they link together if you're doing electronics how do you power the whole thing so right, right. luckily the electronics the only electronics that we have is in the, in the helmet um, so it makes it really easy thankfully 343 or 343 didn't make everything light up and then that would have been really annoying <laughs> for me. 
But uh, no, they they didn't like put a whole bunch of lights all over the Halo Four armor. No, of course not. Well, they learned their lesson, didn't they? <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, we have an undersuit now. Uh, we have a just going making these armors for as long as I have. I've I've learned how not to strap. I guess like each iteration is there's a lot of thought that gets put into how can we move in this armor the best, and how can we you know move in a way that's not going to break the armor. So we have like a whole system where. Um, I could actually probably link you guys to a video if you guys want to know uh, more about that. There's this video called "There Can Only There's Only One Only can, There Can Only Be One," something like that. And I like literally take the armor off of Chief and kind of go over every single part. But it, it's a pretty uh, it, it's pretty simple, but it works. Yeah. Well, and the best things are usually the simplest things. Yeah, yeah. Overcomplicating things uh, to make things look good makes it really uncomfortable, and this armor has to be comfortable because, you know, we're running around a lot of places. Yeah. You got another one, GT? Another question queued up? The grapple shot. Yeah! Oh! How hard was that to actually come up with? Boom. There's the grapple shot. Um, Like, the functionality of it? Yeah, from concept to working model, what kind of time frame was this? So, um, that was a, that was probably like a three month process, I think. So that was, that was the whole, that was a sponsored uh, gig by, it was, it was Samsung and Halo. Um, so they, they offered the, they offered, they like challenged me to make it functional type, type thing. So the creation of the actual housing of the grapple shot was pretty easy. I have a, a modeler I work with, Vec 3D. He's incredible. He's my go-to guy. And as soon as I got the email, uh, it was like before even anything was like signed or anything. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, man, can, can you model this?" So we had like the model within like a week, and it was even before the project was like finalized, which was probably a bad part thing on my end. But I was excited, you know. And then um, either way, I'm gonna build this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's it's cool, man. And it really and it looks really cool. And then, you know, there's a lot of people that make projectile or CO2 powered projectile things on, mm-hmm. on, on YouTube or on the Internet. So it's been done before, but it hasn't been packaged into something this small. So really just like finding the right thing was really the challenge, not necessarily the design. Yeah, well, that's cool. Because it was basically it turned into it, my, my thing is I wanted it to be completely in the gauntlet. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, little small little CO2 canisters basically hook that into a tire pump a CO2 tire pump thing which goes into the system which goes into a, a, a solenoid valve and that's all it is yeah it's relatively easy and we also had a way where you could have there was a line that went from from this straight back into the gauntlet up through your shoulder and into a backpack so you could have like a, a big canister too, if you wanted to shoot like a re, lot of re, Yeah, reload. Yeah, but I mean, look how, it, can you see like how intense uh-huh. that, that barb is? Like yep. that is very scary. And it, on your arm, so you don't want to like, like doing that and shooting could be bad, yep. bad, bad news. <laughs> you might want to make the, uh, Safety. the backhand <laughs> armor real. Yeah. A little steel plate on the back of the wrist. <laughs> yeah. 
No, we haven't like we, we haven't put it on our infinite chief. Like this was a this was a build that we had before we had our infinite chief. Actually, that's why <laughs> that, that's why it took so long to make the infinite chief. Um, but I love it as like a display piece because it's it's it was it was painted using like actual professional paints. Aluminum luster. Um, it's the same paints that they used for uh, the Mandalorian helmet, hmm. and I just. I was making a Mandalorian helmet too. And so I luckily I had access to this reflective paint, but probably one of the most, probably one of the coolest things I feel like that I've made, at least as like a small replica prop. Really proud of it. Yeah. Put it That's right really cool. So you can see it. There you go. It's in frame. Yep. You're good. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Everybody can see it now. What's the most challenging video that you all have had to do so far? With the living, living with chief stuff or any of the other videos, like what, what was kind of the one idea? Is like, I'm not sure if we can do this, but we're going to try it anyways, or like just technically oh. challenging, or is it oh. coming out and you can't talk about it yet? <laughs> yeah, okay, dude. yeah, dude. This this airplane video was intense, and like the whole lead up and the build up and the research was just like, can we do this? Could we do this? How do we do this? Yeah, man, that one is like. I don't know how much I'm going to be putting in the video of like the lead up to it because it really starts pretty quickly, I think. Okay. But yeah, there's a lot of stress associated with the one that we just filmed. The wearing, okay. And it, it'll, I think it'll be titled, titled like wearing, uh, wearing Master Chief Farmer on a commercial flight or wearing Master Chief Farmer through TSA. One of the two. So. <laughs> yeah, through TSA is probably the more interesting one just because like all right how does that work how does that work well in this video you'll find out <laughs> she's getting taken to a back room <laughs> it's like where's where's <laughs> i'm not asking you to spoil anything but i mean there's a, i'm definitely a lot more curious like, now <laughs> in our when like preparing for the video and like the questions that ran through my head were for one can you get in trouble wearing halo armor like through tsa like, could you get in trouble? Could I get on a no-fly list? Could I get arrested? And it's just like, so the whole premise is I'm wearing Master Chief's armor through this or mm-hmm. on an airplane. So we left the real chief at home. <laughs> but Yeah, just in case. Yeah, so those are all, like, questions. Like, they're all questions and a lot of stress-inducing questions. I booked the flight, like, a month in advance. Like, we planned it all out. And, there are all these other factors too that happen behind the scenes that kind of added stress to that video. I'm just excited for you guys to see it. I'm excited to see it too. I haven't even gone through the rock footage yet, and you know, <laughs> I've been too busy working on this other project. But yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. I'm excited. Ah, yeah, uh, looking forward to it. I wish Definitely. I had something to show you. <laughs> that's that's all right. I wish I had something to show you. <laughs> I mean, that, that's kind of the the cool one of the cool things and one of the unfortunate things is like, okay, we're on the cusp of this. Really cool thing that's about to come out. We can't talk about it yet. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's. I mean, just more reason for people to, to subscribe to the YouTube channel that's and follow right. the Facebook page. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. There you no, go. I think the the one that we have released that probably was the most intense thing that I've ever really put myself through is like spending fifty hours in Halo armor. Like we've like we've gone. You know, going to conventions. We've been in armor for like ten hours, twelve hours. You know, there was one time where the fire alarm in RTX went off at like four o'clock in the afternoon or something. So we had to be kicked out and we left like our car keys in there. So like we were in 
the armor until they would allow us to get back into the convention center to get our you know our keys to go back to our i remember bar. that i know right wasn't that same? so that was that was like i don't remember how long that was but that was that was way longer than normal it was yeah like an hour and a half i think before they let people back in i don't yeah i don't because I, don't I remember it was it was yeah it was like at four o'clock like close to closing for the for the day yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think what the problem was is like we missed that window to go back in and get it. So it was like past hours of the actual convention center now because we just went off and like we just go, all right, we can't be here anymore. Wow, we got to get back there eventually. <laughs> and so that's probably the problem that happened there. But no, it, it yeah, staying in being in Halo is like it's a, you know, a man made challenge, right? It's like a, a challenge that nobody would really put themselves through. Why would you want to? sleep two nights in full armor not i wouldn't you know yeah and but that's why like the the allure of that video i think did so well is you know what would that look like how are you gonna go to the bathroom like what are you gonna do you know how does that feel so yeah that was probably one of the crazier things um i've put myself through for no reason <laughs> other than just this cool youtube video and people get, get yeah. some entertainment out of it yeah most of the other videos that we do are they're not a lot of stress inducing they're all you know just like what like the idea like what is the idea and what, how can we make a story out of it because that's really what we're trying to push now is create a story um, with mm-hmm. everything that we make what's the creative process in coming up with those ideas you all kind of just throw a group type in there is like what do you think about this idea or hey our, our next idea for this could be around XYZ yeah. topic. Yeah. So uh, Kayla's been getting a little bit more into that, but mainly the brainstorming is between uh, myself and, and Ryan Lewis. And uh, we have a spreadsheet with all of our video ideas and, you know, we'll get on phone calls and, you know, spend like three, four hours just like workshopping in an idea. And once we have something um there was like a flight which is why we came up with the the or he he came up with the wearing armor on an airplane we were on a flight and we had like three hours and so we would just sat there and just you know came up with like with ideas nice but whenever we have an idea i'll script the intro and do bullet points and come up with thumbnail and title things before we even shoot just so we have like ideas Mm. to uh, encourage people to click on whatever video we're making. So yeah, uh, whenever it was just you know me doing doing it while working, um, yeah, it was it was more of just like all right, we're having this video now, we'll go and we'll see what happens. There's a lot more thought that and planning that needs to go into these videos nowadays. Yeah, a lot more involved, a lot nicer camera equipment. <laughs> yeah, it's like y'all are, yeah. y'all are a mini production company at this point. Well, it's fun, you know. At the end of the day, yeah. You know, I, I get to make videos, you know, with my best friend and it's a, uh, it's really a privilege that I could be doing it full time. Like, you know, this is my thing now, so it's really fun. Yeah. That's really cool. GT, what you got? Well, so I have after a question spending... for you Oh, sure. Let, I have a question for you guys. Oh, go ahead. I don't want to derail you. I have a question for you guys eventually. We'll go right <laughs> ahead. So how did you guys meet? Where where did you where did, how did this whole podcasting come <laughs> come pass? So for us in particular, I forget who my other co-host was at the time. I think it was G Lewis. Brent. Was it Brent? 
<clears throat> oh, so it was, it was that far ago. Yeah. So Brent and I were, uh, Brent Gamer and I were the co-hosts at the time. This was probably what twenty. Well, Halo twenty eleven. Yeah, twenty ten, twenty eleven time frame. frame. So probably yeah, around there. And GT had started listening to the show and coming to game nights. And at one point, I said, "Hey, you're here pretty often. Would you mind running the game nights for us?" And he yeah. obliged. Uh, and then Brent stepped away for from the podcast. I think we had G. Lewis come on for a little bit. And then after he left, I asked GT. He's like, "Hey, we got we got a gap in here, and you're pretty regular. You want to come be a co-host?" And he he picked up that mantle, and he's been co-host since 2015. Heck yeah, man! That's awesome. Ish, yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. As a as a matter of fact, I bought the good old Blue Yeti. That's what I'm using right now. That uh, to do the podcast with. Well, actually, I bought it because he had asked me and one of our other. Uh, listeners pins halo to be on the show because he was he was short a, a host that night and uh he wanted to bring some community people on so at, at the time i i literally was using an old set of turtle beach headsets i mean it sounded like i had my head in a bowl <laughs> oh my gosh i mean talk about a- awful audio quality anyway so shortly after that, I picked up that Blue Yeti, and as far as the game night, I'm sitting at work, and I get this random message <laughs> pop up on my phone. I look down, dust storm, dust storm. Oh, dust storm! Hey, could you host pod? Could you host game night tonight? Sure. I don't have any custom saved. <laughs> He's like, okay, well, I'll put some up on my file share. And you can play those because at that time, at that time, we we were doing customs game, custom yeah. nights, and you know we would just go out and find new customs and we'd play those every. It was Tuesday nights. What? No, it was uh, Thursday nights. It was Thursday nights back then. Yeah, yeah, it was Thursday nights because they were doing the podcasts on Wednesdays. Yeah, it's kind of moved around a couple of places since then. <laughs> so. That's how I got involved with Podtacular. That's awesome. And it was actually, I found Podtacular looking for information for Halo 4. Okay. And, you know, I just came across their it? podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, came, I came across their podcast on... Um, iTunes or... No, uh, no, I had a Windows phone. Zoom, so Zoom Podcasts. Oh. You're one of the few Zoom Podcast subscribers. Yeah, I think I think I I, I think I was I, I actually found it through Zoom. Wow! And despite what anybody thinks, that was that was a good program. <laughs> a lot better crazy? than what's out there now. Yeah, isn't it crazy how life like brings us all together? Yeah. One little text, yes. hey, can you host this this game night? Yeah, and, yeah, and I, yeah. I'd only been uh, showing up for. Yeah, I it's, it it was like two or three it was months. A couple months. I mean, it, yeah. 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 So it wasn't you know, it wasn't like I was was there for three weeks straight and he asked me, but still. Yeah, yeah I actually hosted uh my first game night on my own uh Twitch channel. I had just really 
had just barely started streaming. Yeah. You know, I was actually using OBS, not OBS Studio. OBS Studio didn't exist yet. <laughs> and uh, I had been. OBS too. <laughs> we, we started off with live stream. Yeah. That service. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, well, I was going to. Yeah, I was going to use that other one that costs money, but I just I, I never could bring myself to spend money on it. You know, not for a hobby. Right. But anyway, that's pretty much how I got involved in it. Awesome. Dust has a much longer story. <laughs> yeah, my story goes back to 2008 when the original founder of the show, Fumo Jive, uh, and the co-host at the time, JVB, were ready to move on with with life and everything. And that was in the summer of 2008. So they had got through... Uh, pretty much a, f- a few months or, or like maybe nine months into Halo 3 and they had kind of a goodbye thing and there was about a four month stint of random little projects around the podcast and I had been uh, one of the folks that were making content for Podtaculars so I did a whole Halo 3 campaign tutorial type thing for the podcast before they left and was participating in some of the game night type things and eventually I braved up enough to go to Fumo Jive and was like hey can I pick this up and continue the podcast and thankfully he said yes and I've had numerous different co-hosts on the show since then I uh, had Ash, had uh, G. Lewis Greg, uh, Brent Gamer uh, Haas, GT now um, and we just managed to kind of kick things off through getting recurring guests back on the show back during that kind of kickstart or or kicking things back off again. And yeah, I've been doing the podcast ever since. I think BioWolf. Oh yeah. BioWolf was, was there for a good three years or so. And BioWolf and BioNet. (laughs) And now it's Bobby net, but we started or I started with episode 162 back in October 2008. So I've been wow. doing these for almost 700 episodes now, which is crazy to think about. That's a lot. That is a lot, man. That it's a yeah, lot it's, of time. It's all, it's actually kind of uh like the first time I was on, we were in the 400s, I think. Yeah, you've you know, been like, here for a while too. The like I don't know, it's like in the four tens, four twenties ish area. Yeah. A while back, I went back and actually dug through and found the first episode I was on and cringed. <laughs> anyway, I have not come back to listen to my first ones. I've, I've listened to the first one that I was a guest on, which was like 126 or something like that. But my yeah. very first ones, I know I've <laughs> improved Jeez. a lot since then, but going yeah. back. Totally right there with you. Like looking back on older videos, even a couple of years ago, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I can't the- believe I let this out in the public. <laughs> yeah, I, I decided. I said, oh, that's good. <laughs> Post. <laughs> yeah. But at least it kind of gives really- a testament to how you've improved, which sure. is always always good to see. Well, you know, everything <laughs> I've always heard about YouTube is post the best thing you can. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just post yeah. something. 
Because if it you don't post anything, day. you're not going to get any views. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, you just got to post. You just got to post. And that's a thing I struggle with too sometimes is trying to be as perfect as possible. But there's, you know, it's a, it's a YouTube video, right? You know, it's never going to be perfect. And even, even people that, you know, edit these movies, they'll always find something new. Like, man, yeah, it's having a deadline is important. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah. That's until yeah. Living well, with I mean, becomes a movie, a feature film. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine that? So they hear first. Ten years well, time, Living with Chiefs, the, the feature the, film. <laughs> the pros don't always get it right either, so. <laughs> yeah. There That's are true. several instant instances in movies I can think of that, that you're like, really, guys? You chose that to edit? Yeah. Anyway. They miss things, and, um, you know, you'll see in the Star Wars movies, you'll see a janitor in the background, or or yeah. they'll leave a coffee cup in Game of Thrones, you know. Yeah. It's hard to keep track of all those little details sometimes, though. For sure. It is. Especially when you're looking at it. All, like Sometimes I'll just be editing this thing, and I'll be hearing myself say the same thing hundreds of times. And I'm like, is this... It's hard to... It's, sometimes it's hard to tell if it's good <laughs> anymore. It's like, <laughs> is this like something that people anybody would want to watch now? I don't know. I've been listening and watching this for two weeks now you know that's usually how long it takes for me to edit a video down to something that's done is two weeks but that's not too bad no no it's not no but most of that's just me being per you know uh, yeah just getting over being that perfectionist. Like, perfection pump of there's like there's like being productive and then there's perfectionism or mm. being trying to be perfect and it, sometimes it just it bashes. I decide. To, I choose things to be a perfectionist on that nobody will ever notice, and nobody will ever like see. So that's the thing that I've been trying to overcome with this whole process. Yeah. Well, thank you for asking. We yeah, I don't think course. we've ever gotten someone that asks us. Well, maybe a few times, but pretty rare. So. Well, good. Yeah. Play the I, play I the reverse Uno card. Getting questions, you know. <laughs> I gotta dish it out to you, knuckleheads, too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a fair fair point. Fair point. Fair enough. So back to my question. Sorry to guess. <laughs> After spending fifty hours in the armor, has it inspired any changes to be made to your next set of armor? That's a good question. So my fifty-hour challenge within this second iteration armor. Your yeah, hip, yeah. Um, I already had finished. I already finished this one, but it was brand spanking new, and I didn't want to like destroy it already. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> well, I, I guess what I'm saying is not over. necessarily your infinite armor. The next set of armor you build, yeah, I'll have to spend 50 hours in the infinite armor. I have to ask. I could ask Chief, and he can give me some pointers. Is that the ne- is that the next challenge? No, 50 hours. <laughs> 50 hours in this suit because I need to know. Oh, that's, that's a funny premise. <laughs> it's like, you can't talk, so he can't tell me what I need to improve on on my next armor, so I have to spend 50 hours in it so that I can figure it out. <laughs> that's a pretty maybe funny some, you know, Maybe some strate- strategically placed doors? Yes. Yeah. Well, honestly, it's all like 343. Like, they went back to the cod piece, and so with the Halo 4 stuff, it was all like one torso that went all the way down to cover the entire torso, which made it hard to mm-hmm. move and stuff. And so, mm-hmm. be, you know, spending 50 hours in that armor kind of sucked. 
I wonder what it would be like to spend 50 hours in this infinite armor. Cause I feel like, I mean, I've been in it, I've been in it. And so I know that it's much more comfortable. It's much hotter because there's more layers of under arm or undersuit. So a lot more sweaty, but much more. So do it in the winter. <laughs> yeah. In the winter time. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a good question. Yeah. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to see, but I'm pretty happy with like the design that we have now and like the strapping system of what, what we have. Like, I'm really happy with how that's worked. I don't think there's, I could pinpoint something that I would change right now. As far that's as the, good. as far as that process with like iterating on things, what's kind of your go-to? I think you mentioned that you start, do you start with like the helmet or do you start with certain pieces based off? It's like, take the infinite armor that you did. What was kind of your process from start to finish? Yeah, you kind of start, armor? you kind of start in the center. I, well, I made the I made the helmet first just because it takes the longest. But it's 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 hard when you're just starting out and you don't know how to because you need to size your helmet to like the silhouette of what your armor is going to make you now, right? So it's all got to be proportional, but in in terms of of silhouette, right? But luckily, I kind of figured that out with this armor. Oh god. That that old one, and so I basically just made the helmet the same size as that. So scaling wasn't really a problem with this new one, um, just because I've done it before. But but yeah, I guess you start with the torso, and then you kind of work your way out and try to scale everything uh, as you go. I have I have a unique well, it's it's not really that unique, but it's different from a lot of people. The way that I make the 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 armor, um, I scratch build. Everything except for the helmet. So everything that's foam, it's completely like looking at pictures and cutting geometry, looking at pictures, gluing it together. Eh, fix, 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 fix. That like that kind of method. You know, I know there's a lot of templates out there that would guide you know me a little bit better, especially right now after you know the armor's been out and the models are out there and you know with time. But my preferred method is just looking at pictures and just seeing where it takes me. Yeah, sure. I'll go through a different, a couple different, um, you know, shoulder pieces that I have, you know, just start over on. But yeah, I really enjoy doing it that way. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that, but. <laughs> I mean, we've had a couple other 405ers on and some of them have talked about like, okay, starting with like the gauntlet or the, the, um, the wrists and like oh, the yes. arm pieces. Some start with the helmet. Like since that's kind of the centerpiece, like you mentioned, everything's kind of flows from that down. It kind of sets the frame. Okay. So yeah, if I had to start, if I didn't have any other armor or any other helmets that I knew worked, I would start with I would start with the torso and make the shoulders. So it'd be torso, shoulders, and then I would three D print my helmets in scale and then set them up, or at least not maybe not finish the torso, but have at least the base of everything mm-hmm. so that I know. The, what the silhouette's going to look like with, between the torso, shoulders, and the helmet, and that'll help me gauge. That usually helps me gauge if my helmet's the right size. So that's what I would do. And then everything else, you just kind of the the, the scaling of like legs and forearms and all that stuff. It just kind of comes naturally, <laughs> you know. But the torso, you can, yeah, yep. And for, I guess you have one suit. So for all the different people that wear, are you all just similar body build enough where the one suit just works or do you have different pieces depending on who's wearing it? Yeah. So me and me and our chief, uh, we're both the same size. 
So he's, he's much more strong than, than I am, but, uh, I make the armor for me. And then luckily he's the same. So luckily he's close enough. (laughs) Yeah. I, maybe I'll have to make the biceps a little bit, you know, bigger and, you know, but yeah. Yep. That's where I'll leave that. (laughs) Nice. What else have you built other than Master Chief armors? Have you done anything else? I mean, obviously you did some of the Destiny stuff and you did the the yellow armor and the, uh, yeah. the locks, but have you done anything else? So my partner, whenever we started a whole Impact Prop thing, Eric Newgard, he uh, he jumped into Bungie, so he made all the hand cannons and all that stuff. He actually works for Bungie now. So nice. that's kind of so he, he's no he's no longer a part of you know what we do with with Impact Props, but he's killing it on it on his own and he's still he's like making props still you know not as a full-time but for for bungee which is really that was his end game is to work for bungee though it like worked out it was crazy um uh god i forgot the question uh what other armors have we made um yep. i've made a bunch of different helmets over the years like i tried like a, a mandalorian helmet i've made like a Bogaton helmet um as far as full armors I, i've done a couple iron mans back in college but really just, you know, lately it's just been Chief, you know, Chief and some of the other characters from, from Halo. Yeah. Bo-Katan's fun. Yeah. I want to do more. I want to branch out. But it's those projects are always so, you know, they're big projects, you know. Mm-hmm. I do have one that I have planning. I have coming up. Hopefully, if everything goes according to plan, that's not Master Chief. That uh, will be a, a new character for the channel. So that'll be. That'll be fun. Very nice. That sounds exciting. It is. It is. It is. I haven't made anything in like a year. Like really. So I'm excited to kind of dive get back the, into Get that those process. creative juices going again. And Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's been such like building things. It's like such a, it's been ingrained into me. So like when you go too long without like making something like this, you just, you just you get that twitch. Things. Yeah. <laughs> But then you go over that hump of that project, and you're like, "I don't want to build anything for forever." <laughs> you know, it's like it's a roller it's, coaster, basically. Right. Yeah. And then, did you meet your spouse before oh, yeah. Impact Props? During kind of the rise, or like how how did that? <laughs> oh yeah. Was she on good, board with it at that's first, a good or? Question. Um. So yeah, so I met Jess in high school. So we were high school sweethearts and then she was a couple of years younger than me. So I went off to college and kind of did my own thing there for a couple of years. And then she graduated and we got back together and I guess impact prop started my freshman year. So yeah, we, we were kind of a thing before that, you know, making things has always been a part of me, you know, and and yeah, dude, she's like the most supportive person I know. Like, like the, the, and especially like, sure. Like when it's a hobby, you know, it's fine. You know, she's, she's really into animal rescue, hence the animal rescue league of greater Portland. Um, she's a, she's a vet tech. So uh, her passion is uh, saving, you know, homeless animals. Right. So she runs, uh, she's the cat lady at the rescue at the, our local rescue. So she's a, she has a really big heart and she's very, very passionate person. 
And I'm the same way, but just for, for different things. So that's kind of, one, that's something that brings us together is just having, you know, something to put everything into. Right. But that's cool. I think one of the most supportive things that, you know, she's done has, you know, blessed the, go ahead and put your engineering job, Brad, and, you know, and let's try this whole YouTube thing full time, you know, just see what happens. You know, it was a, it was, a, it's a big leap. It was a very scary thing for me to do, but to have that like 100% support from her, uh, it was just, it was great. I would have never done it if she was like, no, I don't think you should do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cause that would have been, that probably wouldn't have been a good thing at all. But <laughs> she, thankfully like she, it was, it was a good time in our life where, you know, it was just us and to take a risk like that. It's always scary, but it was the, it was the time where failing wouldn't hurt so bad. You know what I mean? So, so uh, yeah, so that, so that's, that's great. And I, I, she's my sounding board too on ideas. And she told me that the airplane idea was a stupid idea. And it was, it was definitely was definitely was, but I'll, I'll be showing her all these, you know, video edits and she's, my harshest critic when it comes down to being funny on camera, like if a joke doesn't land, she'll be like, ah, take that. <laughs> you know, and it's that's nice to have, too. it's nice to have them there for that. Yep. Yeah. Not everybody's going to laugh at your jokes and having somebody. That like, one doesn't work as well as you think it did. <laughs> exactly. So Sound I, better in your head. <laughs> right. Exactly. So very supportive. I, I, I tried to be very supportive of her endeavors and, we make a really good team. That's that's awesome to hear. Dustin, I think you've probably met her. I have. Yep. A few times at RTX. Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She she would come to the RTX and help us run the booths whenever we had those those booths. And, yep, yeah. I think she was I think she was at the booth when I bought the t shirt. Oh yeah, then. Yeah, for sure then. Yeah. She yeah, she doesn't she's not into the whole costuming community. Yeah. She's not a gamer, you know, she's a She's not, she's not a nerd like, you know, me, but, (laughs) but she's very supportive. That's, that's cool. And Halo Collector said you should make a Doom guy. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Kind of get all the memes of like, oh, it's the Doom guy. No, that's, that's, (laughs) that's Mr. Chief. I mean, that'd be actually pretty interesting. You have a Doom guy and Master Chief in, in one video. Maybe. I'm guessing that's already on the spreadsheet. That, that's a hint. <laughs> yep, that's a hint. <laughs> maybe, maybe the project that he was talking about earlier. That- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Great minds think alike. Yes. Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> right here first, unconfirmed. <clears throat> well, we've we've taken up about an hour of your time, which is what we like to kind of keep things short to. GT, do you have any final questions? You can always bring no, Brad back I, on if we've got more questions later. Oh, <laughs> I'm man. sure I can come up with some more, but I think we'll let him go for the, for tonight. Yeah, guys, this is thank you for very flattering to be invited on the All Podcast. Thank you for having me. I yeah, mean, I'm flattered that you said back. yes after getting a million followers on YouTube. We're small <laughs> fries compared to you now. I don't do podcasts. Like, I don't really, I don't really, I don't really do them with you know people I don't I don't know um, because you know you never know. Yeah, you know, and right. you know, I know you, Dustin. You know, we go way back, and so it's just privileged to be here. Yeah. Well, whenever there's another big project idea, we'd be more than happy to have you back on. Maybe sure. visit you again in a year. Bring some of your other folks on. 
Oh yeah. We can no. have a little round table thing. I think having Ryan on uh would be a really, really good idea. You get I mean, you've known you've known Ryan too, Dustin. I believe I've met Ryan. I don't yeah. know if Ke- I don't know if I've met Kevin. I met Matt. You met he Matt was... and then my little brother Mikey and Dan. We had a huge group. Every time we would go down there is every- we brought everybody because yeah. we needed the help. <laughs> I probably got pictures of y'all in <laughs> Back in my RTX album somewhere. Yeah, dude. Freaking RTX, I, man. When we were running those booths, man, it was crazy time. That was... Got fond memories of that. Like, yeah. there there was something... I mean, the RTXs back then, there was something special about that, especially for Halo fans, because that was in a good time where... Yeah. The, art, the Rooster Teeth Red versus Blue stuff was kind of in that good... Like, <clears throat> getting that little animation, but it was still funny, still engaging with the story, and there was that big integration with 343 and all the different little Halo events like being able to play things early and yeah. the little because uh, 2016 was that world champion stop that was one of the places that you could play and get into that tournament type thing huh, yeah yeah but no, it was, it's it was the legendary time uh, GT I'm glad you got to go to one but man th- those first ones were those first ones were something yeah, I was kind of crushed that uh, I wasn't I was not able to go to one where three four three was there. Yeah, unfortunately, they had other commitments in a different country that particular weekend, so I was unable to meet any of them. Which was really it was a bummer for that part. But I tell yeah. you what, meeting a lot of the people I'd played Halo with in person. Oh, oh yeah. Seeing a lot of the fans of, you know, just Rooster Teeth and Halo in general, it was a lot of fun, and I would love to do it again. So, it, you know, there, here's hoping. I, yeah. I would still like to make it out to a PAX event. I don't know when that's going to be, but I would too. like to. I would like to still make it out to a PAX event. Hopefully, in a year that there's a big announcement for the Halo universe. Yeah. I remember watching, I think they released, at one of the Rooster T, or at RTXs, they revealed, they, they like premiered a trailer of something. I can't remember what it was, but like being there for something like that with mm-hmm. everybody that, you know, loves Halo as much as you do. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, I guess the the more recent ones have been like the, the championships, right? Like the, yeah. mm-hmm. like those might, I bet you those are going to start turning into mini Halo conventions. So, I don't think I'm not not allowed to say this, but that is kind of the idea with yeah. the world the Halo World Championship, like the grand finals and everything, is kind of turning it into a mini Halo convention where it's like, sure, there's the competitive side happening, but they want to make it to where Halo fans and just in general can come and kind of turn it into almost like a Halo mini outpost. Yeah, type that would of thing. Be- I, I would. I, I think I'm going to go next year. I think I want to yeah. try to go. I'm. I'm skipping. I think my tenure with PAX is kind of done at this point, unless there's going to be some major thing that three four three does with announcing Halo at a PAX or doing something there. I think my time with that's kind of done. Yeah. So Worlds is going to be my my one event that I go to every year. I yeah. think f- from this point on. And 
<clears throat> maybe do a San Diego Comic Con every now and then, just because there's a lot of the 405th folks that I know out there. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like Ben Ben Choi. Yes, yeah. Kind of the lead of Anvil props out there. Yeah, no, he's great, man. Uh, we went out to San Diego one year and we met all those guys, and they're great people. I, it's been since like 2012, 2013. But it's been since I've like seen them. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. good. But maybe we'll have to bring the camera and bring old Master Chief to the next world event. Could be a fun time. I, I think that'd be. I think you'd get a lot of, a lot of cool. Th- I mean, they had their four hundred fifth, not four hundred fifth, but they had the cosplay type, uh, yeah, contest and everything. Um, don't know if you watched that. They did stream it. I I watched um the domains video on on mm. it. It was pretty pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, there's lots of oh I forgot I did profile pics for 2016. I don't think I ever posted those to the 405th forums, but yeah, I I, I was kind of the well, I kind of ended up being the unofficial photographer for a few events because I was just I there with the 405th stuff and it's like I've got a good camera, I can take pictures. I have video of one of the photo shoots that you were doing and you're just like taking pictures I was trying to film like some of them and all of a sudden your butt would like get in my camera and <laughs> I'd be like, Oh, Oops. butt in my, in my camera frame again. <laughs> but it's like, that, well, it's like, it's like during weddings when it's like the photographer and the videographer are like, okay, which one, which one gets the position over here? Exactly. Exactly. I think so. that actually made it into one of, one of the videos that we made. <laughs> oh, did I? I, have to go I back think and look. so. I think we did like an RTX vlog and like some, I don't, it was like before everything, but yeah. That would make sense. That makes sense. Man, I'm gonna have to go back through these RTX albums and try to to find you all. I'm sure I can. I would love to see some pictures. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. If, if you have some, I would love to see. Them I I, I will back. drop these on OneDrive and I'll just let you pull whatever you want. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> the memories. Right. Yeah. Well, thank well, you before- guys so much for having me. This was really fun yeah before you leave give everyone your socials where can people find you and learn what's yeah. coming next with with impact props yeah so it's uh yeah it's impact props um mostly just on youtube nowadays you know i got twitter i'm kind of doing and instagram but it's mostly youtube we got some really fun videos coming up i think we talked about them but i don't have anything else to to, to tease <laughs> that's all that's all good that's all good <laughs> We we will at least make a mention of it when it does happen on the podcast and be like, all right, this thing that I talked about two weeks ago, go go look, it's out yeah, there. Go, go I would love it. to know what you guys think. Honest opinions only. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Be more than happy to pass those along. Yeah. Well, thank you, Brad, so much for being on. Hopefully, we'll get the rest of the gang on next time we have you all on. Let's do it. And looking forward to now that we know that it was you on that airplane video. <laughs> really looking forward to that video coming out. Yeah. Me too, man. GT, it was good to meet you finally. It is good to meet you as well. It's been a real pleasure. So hopefully one of these days we can do this in person. Yeah, come to the come to the championship. Come to World. Is that what they call it? World? Worlds. It's terrible. Yep. Yeah. Worlds. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. You've been out of the loop for a while, so you got to ease, ease your way back in. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll get there eventually. So half of the events for the Season 2 of the championship series is all in Texas. You could drive. I saw. Just, That's yeah, like a four-hour drive, drive for me. Yep. Ain't too bad. I have to just go to one and see what happens. Dream, the DreamHack one is in a month. 
That's the beginning of June. I'm possibly haven't confirmed this yet. Possibly going to the one that's in Dallas. That's June 30th. And then there's another one in September. That's in before the October finals. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for listening on the Twitch live stream and via download. For those that are on Twitch, hope to see you all tomorrow for our Frag and Friday. We'll be on Infinite. Come hang out with us. Uh, we'll have a good time with some BTB playing in that uh, Super Escalation Slayer on BTB. Might get a few of those in. We'll see how they go. Brad, again, thank you so much for spending time with us tonight. Uh, can't wait to see your video and whenever you're back on the podcast again. Sounds good, guys. Yeah, have me back on. I'll come back. I'll be back. Perfect. He'll be back. He said it here. (laughs) All right. Thank you all. Have a very good night, and we'll catch you all on the next one. Thank you for listening to Podtacular, the unofficial Halo Universe podcast. You can find our podcast on your favorite podcasting service and listen to us live every Thursday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch. Check out our website, podtacular.com, and join the community on Discord at podtacular.com slash discord. If you want to play Halo with us, come join us for Frag and Fridays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Become a supporter of the show by sharing the show with your friends and family. Or help keep the lights on by subscribing to us on Twitch, donating via PayPal, or becoming a patron alongside Confal, Pins Halo, and Prestige Ace. Until next time, keep on fragging trucks. <laughs>